All right, so quick question. What is the easiest way to do face-to-face -face online meetings? You know, perhaps create interviews like the Rise to the Top or have a check-in with your virtual assistant or your web team, whatever it is. What makes it easy and simple to use? The answer, here comes Captain Obvious. Go to meeting with HD Faces by our good friends at Citrix Online, which is exactly how I created today's episode. So if you want to try it for free on me, on the house, here's what you got to do. Head over to gotomeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code RISE for 45 days on me. And now here's today's episode. All right, well, super excited today, Pam Hendrickson in the house. I don't, needs no introduction, but you know what, we're going to do an introduction anyway. This is the Rise of Top. I'm David Seitman Garland. Hello, Pam. Welcome to our, what do we call this, a show, an interactive presentation? I don't really know, but welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's a thrill and pleasure to be on your show. Oh, super excited about this. And the topic we're going to get into, and we got to talk about you before we get into the topic and all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about the secrets to making high-value products that sell like crazy. Uh, but before we hop into this and, and our uh, little fun presentation today, got to give us the 411 on, on you a little bit, Pam. You know, I, I could read the bio here, but I don't want to do that. Tell us a little bit about kind of who you are and what you do and a little bit about your background, all that jazz. Perfect. Well, I'm a huge San Diego Chargers fan. I make awesome brownies. I like to sleep late on Saturday, but I'm assuming you want more of my, my professional background. I mean, that stuff. stuff's just as interesting to me. I mean, how, how late is late on Saturday, by the way? Well, late, you know, that's the trick. When Once you have kids, it's over. Right. They're up. 7.30, 8 o'clock on Saturday. So if my husband and I can sleep till 8 or 8.15 on a Saturday, oh my goodness. But now the sports games. I mean, we're driving an hour for a baseball game at 7 a.m. So it's it's crazy. Understood. So, Understood. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, my background um, is, is, you know, probably the most best way to put it is I would have probably been voted the least likely person to end up in San Diego working in personal development, online marketing. Hmm. So I come from, a, in a nutshell, a very traditional conservative background. I grew up in upstate New York. I went to college at Brown University, and I was very passionate about studying to become a clinical psychologist when ah. all heck broke loose. And I just knew, you kind of have that feeling in your gut, oh, this isn't working. I'm not happy, but I don't know what it is. Right, right. So, you know, I'm applying to graduate school, and my poor parents just did not know what to do with me, so they did the only thing they could think, which was they sent me to San Diego so that Tony Robbins could fix me. Oh, man. You know? awesome. Yeah, they were really into personal development. You know, we listened when I was a kid. We'd get in the car, and we would listen to Earl Nightingale cassette tapes on our way to our family vacation. I mean, it was crazy. That's an interesting lifestyle, yeah. Absolutely. I know. I'm the only nine-year-old who knows the strangest secret. You know, you become what you think about. It was crazy. But but anyway, they didn't know what to do, so they sent me to this Tony Robbins event, and I went, David, kicking and screaming. I did not want to go because I had this very academic background. I saw myself as a psychologist or in some traditional corporate setting, and but the event changed everything, and, and you know, in a way that hopefully adds values to our listeners here is that... It did two things. One is I realized that the event was about getting people to take personal responsibility for mm -hmm. saying, and that's what I love about this business, being being your own entrepreneur or a solo entrepreneur, you are responsible and, and therefore you can also have it however you want it. You Which know? is the it, best part uh, in my, in my oh opinion. My yeah. Yeah, so that was just such a refreshing concept to me, and I was so impressed because I never heard Tony tell anybody what to think, feel, or behave, or do. It was about giving people 
the best tools and resources to try on to get them where they wanted to go. And I just love that concept because at the end of the day, you got to know what you want, then you have to have the best tools and resources to get there, and then you just have to unblock anything that's in the way of you taking action. So it just, all of a sudden I saw this kind of pathway for helping people where you can create your own lifestyle, where you can you know, set things up the way you want, but also really effectively get to where you want to go in a really quick way, and that was compelling to me. So short story long here, that led to a almost 20-year career working with Anthony Robbins. I was his, I started out in the company and I worked my way up over the years um, and was his vice president of content and product development for about 15 years and just loved working on content, helping produce products, and I mean, gosh, we produced hundreds of live events and products and services, and I just learned so much. So, you know, ultimately when I went on my own, my passion was helping other people just cut through all the stuff that makes it so hard and tricky and right. just what do you need to do to get where you want to go to get your products to market and create the lifestyle you want in the process. Yeah, and that, and that's awesome. And that's what resonated with me because I, you know, Amy Porterfield's a mutual friend of ours. She's been on the show and, and you know, she's someone you, you guys go way back. And I saw that you guys were doing a webinar or something like that in the past. Yeah. And I went to it and I said, oh, this is a great topic for our community here at The Rise to the Top because this is exactly what, what this is all about. We're all about creating an awesome lifestyle for yourself through you know taking something that you're passionate about or things that you're passionate about, turning it into a really cool business. And one of those elements that, that we know, right, and that's what we're gonna dive into right now, is making products, right? Making right. and selling products and marketing products online. And, you know, this this is going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to let you take it over. I'm going to be chiming in and I'm sure offering all kinds of annoying questions and clarifications. But I, I will be stepping back here because this is such an important subject. I want everyone to, to hit that home right now that, you know, taking this and really simplifying it in a lot of different ways. So that's my antidote to it. And I'll let you take it over, Pam. Perfect. Well, thanks, David. And, you know, that's the bottom line. We've got to have something to sell. And I do think the market has changed and the world has changed and people are more savvy today. You know, mm -hmm. six years ago in internet marketing, you could almost throw any product against the wall and have it sell like crazy. You hear about these multi-million dollar launches and, you know, but it, they didn't have the FTC regulations and the merchant account issues and just the, the savviness of the market that you have today. And so the competitive advantage today, I think, is two things. Is number one, being able to get your products and services to market market quickly, but also just making sure they're good and they really fulfill a need mm -hmm. that your target market has. Make sense? Right. As opposed to just throwing, you know, there's a lot of, you know, throw up some crap type mentality yeah. that's out there. And, we, and, we, and, you know, that's something that we just do not preach at all. Yeah. I mean, there's some people that are just like, yeah. you just get it and you just, you know, you create it in 1.7 hours and it's up and, you know, that's what you do, you know? Right, which is, which is one of the things I love about you, which is why I'm excited to be on your show. So that being said, there really are three core reasons to create products. Mm -hmm. And I've really thought about this, and this is working with, you know, you name it in the field as well as with myself. And the first reason is to leverage your time. If you think about the fact that this is about lifestyle and getting to spend your time on the things you enjoy the most and then add the most value to your business, if you can take your core training or your core expertise and you can automate it in a product or service that's helping people, having an impact, making a difference while you're doing other things that you love to do, either in the business or in your personal life, that's where the magic starts to happen. 
So if you have an expertise that people keep coming to you over and over again for, or a training that you're doing and you can leverage that, that's the first reason to create your products or services. Right, because people struggle with that because the opposite of doing that, right, Pam, would be trading time for money, time for money, time yes. for money, time for money. And yeah, yeah, you can charge a lot for your time for money if you build up your credibility and do things like that, but there's no, there's, that's the beauty of the, the internet product or whatever, information product, whatever we want to call it, right. where it's, it could be 10 hundred times, thousand zillion times to one uh, based on how you do something else. Absolutely. And that was, that's really my second point here is it's about monetizing your expertise and it's making money while you sleep. And it's mm -hmm. that whole piece you said. And that was really for me. I loved my job. I had a great experience. I had a very strong background in a very corporate organization, fun, but corporate. And ultimately, you know, when it was time to take the next step and move on, it was because as long as you're trading time for money, there's a ceiling to what you can earn for the value you're giving. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And so, also, and also the stress level of, you know, often being able to have them travel everywhere and doing different yeah. things like that. There's a, there's a stress yeah. level too. Yeah. The, the most exciting moment I hear, I have my little iPhone here and I have my girly case. So you do have a girly case. Yes. <laughs> I know everybody calls it my Barbie case. My partner calls it my Barbie case, <laughs> but I, my favorite thing is on the phone. You can program it. So when your orders come in, you get little emails. So I never shut that off because I think, you know, I've gotten them at the movies, out to dinner, you know, I wake up in the morning sometimes and they're there and it's just that reminder, oh my gosh, what freedom to be able to make money while I'm doing other things and help people while I'm doing other things. It's amazing. So totally um, agree. So that, yeah. The second reason. So the third reason to create products is it's about legacy and building your legacy and what I call scaling your impact is that. You know, if it's just you, you can only help so many people. It's either one to one or one to few or maybe one to many, but it's limited to what you can actually physically help. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as we get older and think about our lives and, and, you know, we all have such a, not to get super philosophical, but a little philosophical, we all have a unique thumbprint in the world and we all have unique experience and unique perspective and unique expertise. And so... It's really cool when you can think about creating that legacy for other people on a more broad scale. And, you know, the first time someone comes up to you and says those magical words, you changed my life. Oh my gosh, everything changes. It's just, I, I can't even describe the feeling. So, so that's why to create product. Yeah. Make, make, and every single one of those makes sense. And even if someone is watching or listening, they've heard those three before or something like that. It, this is one of those things that has to get hammered home over and over again because you know you never know when you're going to hear it in a different way or again and, and that's going to be yeah. your spark at that moment so that, that's great stuff yeah perfect so so that being said let's dive into some strategies here that um that that are important in the process so number one is that people you know i think people have such a misconception about what people are buying when they buy your product or service and specifically an information product right and here's the thing here's what people are really paying you for and it's not what you think and the way I like to explain it is there's a new species who has evolved, and the species is called the exabyte. And do you know what an exabyte is, David? No, I, I am enjoying this photo, though, of this little red I, thing with a, best. I don't know what I it know. is. I, you know, it's a little bit expensive on uh, my iStock photo, but I just, I love the creature. So This I, looks I well worth it. it. That's a good iStock photo investment right there. So what's yeah, an exabyte? Well, so, so I don't know if that's what an exabyte looks like, but I didn't know, and that seemed like if I were to imagine an exabyte, that's what it would look like. But anyway, an exabyte is basically, in um, 
mathematical terms, it's a billion gigabytes. Well, what's a billion gigabytes? I had no idea what a billion gigabytes is either. <laughs> it's a lot of information. But my point in this is that it's, a, it's the figure they use to represent how much digital information there is in the world today. And basically, there are 276 exabytes of digital information. That's so crazy. In terms, crazy. In terms that you and I can understand, if I were to take a CD, and I'm trying to see if I have a CD here, I have a little product CD, but if I were to take a CD full of information, spoken word or song, stack it on my desk, and literally stack it up, it would go 50,000 miles beyond the moon. That's how much information insane is in the world today. And how much of that do we each consume, at least in the Western world? We all consume the equivalent of 174 newspapers per day of information. That's how much information is coming at us. There are 34,000 searches on Google per second. So per if you second. think about this yeah. per second, if you think about this information overload, yeah. it becomes clear people are not paying you for what you know. What you know, they can find it in the click of a button online with a simple search. So what they're paying you for, and this is so important when you create your products and services, and this is what will separate you from so many other people out there doing this, is if you do three things when you create your products. Okay. One, number one is about sharing your perspective, your unique experience, and this saves people time, energy, it saves them making the mistakes. I always tease that the name of any of my products could be 5,817 mistakes I made in my 20-year career and how you can prevent yourself from making those same mistakes because I have. I mean, I've just, I've been through it. I know the challenges that come up and so that perspective hopefully can save someone else time and also let them know a little bit about the road ahead of what to expect. Yeah, that's a great one because actually in a recent product I did, one of the big things that I threw into each module was what I called rookie mistakes, right? Perfect. And rookie mistakes were stupid crap that I did or, you know, tried or failed. And I was like, here, here it is. Here's what I did. Don't do it. I just saved you 10 zillion dollars or 10,000 hours of God knows what. And that's, that's something that's important. People pay for that. They do because it does. It saves them so much money. I mean, if I can share the expense, both emotionally and financially, I've made it just in terms of outsourcing. I mean, you can save people money in that process, too, so that's perfect. So the second thing they pay you for, though, is your ability to structure your content so they can use it. It's mm. not about the information, and, and I'm sure you've experienced this, is that you've gotten products or services where you're just like, oh, my gosh, there's so much here. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. And so it's that whole less is more sometimes and if if you can break it down and say okay it's these three steps that has so much more value than trying to throw everything you know into your product or service Ken Blanchard has a quote that I love he says it about authors but it's true here too where he says the biggest mistake first-time authors make is they try to put everything they know into their first book Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same thing with product. People try to put everything they know because they want to put, give the value, but the value isn't that. The value is here's the process. Do one, do two, do three, and it makes sense. Got it. So really important. And then number three is your ability to humanize it is that, you know, the there's an inverse proportion almost. The more technology takes over our lives, the more we crave that human connection and relationship. And so if you can humanize what you're doing, connect and relate in a way that just create, you know, lights up that relationship and remember that it's about relationship, then you have something a lot deeper and richer. Yeah, no, that, and that makes so much sense because I, I, I see products that, 
so, so you're basically saying your product shouldn't be generic enough where you could slap someone else's name or something like that and it, and it would make sense. You know, it, it has to be kind of unique to your, your personality and the way that you can yeah. convey it. And people get, listen, it is vulnerable. People, you know, the first time you do it, you think, oh my goodness, I'm just sharing, you know, so much. So it's got to be a way that you feel comfortable with and that, that works for you. But if it's just digital content, I mean, I can get that in a university course. And listen, I, I went to university and I, I studied academics for a long time and there's a ton of value in it. Um, and my best professors are the ones I remembered where there was connection, relationship, humanization in the process. So right. These all make sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the first lesson is as you create your products, make sure you provide your perspective, make sure there's a very clear, simple structure and make sure that there's just some relationship orientation or human connection with mm -hmm. it. So that's, that's number, that's kind of the first lesson. I wanted to share. So on to lesson two. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's a great lesson because again, I think a lot of people are stuck on that fact of, you know what, I, I am, um, you know, an expert in fitness or something like that, or weight loss for men, weight loss for women. Right. And, and, but I don't want to do something because there's so many, there's so much information out there. There's so much free information. There's so much yeah. paid information. I don't, I don't want to do it. There's, I can't do a product, yeah. but just by going through those three things, you're going to be able to, you know, at least find some kind of unique perspective. No one has you know? your unique experience. And sometimes it's like the expert's curse. Like sometimes you're better off learning from somebody who is going through it or, or closer to having gone through it. Because by the time someone has a ton of experience, there's an advantage. But the disadvantage is it's sometimes harder for them to relate to what it's like to be starting out. So, so absolutely, absolutely. And that's, I'm passionate about that. Yeah. That's what, that's something that happened to me actually by accident with that, as we get into lesson two here is sort of with fitness and nutrition, because I'm not a fitness and nutrition expert by any means. Right. But I went yeah. through a mat massive fitness and nutrition transformation, changed my you know entire awesome. life, everything. Awesome. And so now I get endless questions. I get 50% probably business questions on a daily basis and 50% fitness and nutrition, you know? And I think people relate a lot to that because I'm like, listen, this is what I, I was like 35 pounds overweight. This is what I did. These are the different principles. And you know, I'm not, I'm not the guy on the iron, you know, on, on muscle and fitness.com or something like that, but it's, it's different. And I think people sometimes but can it's find more that more relatable, relatable because not every, not everybody's going to become that like super muscular person. So I'm going to give you a bonus tip. Can I give you a tip? Bonus tip. Here's what I would do. The other place we get stuck sometimes. So I'll, I'll tease, we'll tease lesson two here for a moment. Um, is that they think that we need to stay, or we all tend to think we need to stay within our area of expertise. And while I would say that's true for like your core marquee products, don't be afraid to bring other parts of life in it. And in fact, if you can bring in, you know, relationships or health or other things, sometimes that creates in, that in, in a way that enhances your core competency, which is for you, the, the broadcast and production side of things, you have something really magical. So what if you were to do a little video and a little ebook or something about how you did that, mm -hmm. put it up online on an opt-in page or a squeeze page, you know, where basically you're giving away that free content. People give you their name and email and you're giving away the free content. Here's how I lost 35 pounds and feel great. Um, you're adding value to your list. You're, you're kind of extending your relationship in an area that people want. And it's just another way to go about getting names for your list. Yeah, no, I, I a hundred percent agree. We have to talk more about this off camera too, but yeah, this, that, that is a, uh, a hundred percent agreement. hundred percent. That's awesome. Yeah, so, so, for your, for your thought. so lesson two, lesson two is 
when you create your products or services, just have a little bit of a strategy in mind for how you're going to do it. So the way I like to explain it is there's seven ways to make a million dollars. Okay. You can sell a $1 thing for a million of them. Right. You can sell 100,000 things at $10. You know where I'm going. 10,000 things at $100. 1,000 things for $1,000. 100 things for $10,000. 10 things for $100,000 or one thing for a million dollars. And right. it's been done. Done at all these levels. So the mistake most people make, though, is they stay at the ends of this, this thing. They try to do the one or $10 thing, or they try to do the $100,000 or a million dollar thing and build this you know, company they're going to sell, which is possible. But the sweet spot for most businesses is actually in the middle. Ah, and it's something that some of the top internet marketers taught me, like Frank Kern taught it to me, Mike Koenigs taught it to me, and I kind of wasn't sure about it until I really tried it for myself, but it's true. It is as easy, I'm convinced, to sell a $1,000 product as it is a $100 product. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is just make sure the value is there, which for most people, they've got the expertise. It's easy to make sure the value is there. So that's one thing to think about and then the second thing is just making sure you're escalating your relationship so let's say you have a book out there most authors you know they're lucky if they sell 500 books and then they end up with a garage full of books so but if you have a product at the end of the book maybe that product leads to a live event or maybe that live event leads to a coaching relationship or some type of a mastermind or platinum type course then when customers start to work with you you're escalating their involvement, you're escalating the results they're getting, you're escalating the value and therefore the price point of what you're doing with them. So as you create your products and services, you want to think about, okay, if I'm going to start out with this $16 thing or I'm going to start with this, out with this $500 thing, I'm going to make sure I understand how I'm going to keep escalating that with my customers. And it's so much fun. Oh my gosh, I enjoy my high-end customers more than anything else I do. I mean, I love all our customers. Sure. We're family. I love it. So, and it supports the business. So, be thinking about how to escalate your products or services, and that's kind of the second lesson. Yeah, and and and, and interesting. You know, my perspective on this, I, I've made this mistake, and I've also done it right by accident, both way, both ways. Uh, the <laughs> this is my favorite. Yeah. yeah the, the mistake was with when I had my book that came out in December 2010. It was a traditionally published book, Smarter, Faster, Cheaper. Book did very well. Didn't have this in place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't have this in place, and, and so there was there was a there was a kind of a uh, a lost opportunity there now to learn from that. Second thing was that I used to hear that I've heard that before about selling higher end products, right? There, it's yeah. really no different, quote unquote, than selling lower end products if the value is there. You know what I mean? And you should do it if you did it. Yeah. And I just learned, and I I, I was always a little um, hesitant on that. I was always thinking, yeah, but. Oh, me too. I was terrified. I was like, oh, that's not so true. And then I did it, and then I realized it's 100% true. Um, like when I launched Create Awesome Interviews, that product, it's a higher end product, for, you know, $495 product. And, yeah. and you know, the sales. Compared to what it would have been, maybe if it was you know forty-seven or ninety-seven, you right. know it, it it the the margin of difference was huge, and yeah. so um you know I I that that was a lesson that I didn't quite believe. So if you're if you're listening, watching this right now, and you're thinking, I don't know about that. That sounds a little weird. I'm yeah. telling you from experience that it, it's it's true. It is. And here here was the thing I didn't realize it was going to do for me because I just I um, Mark launched did a huge launch for a three thousand dollar product, and it took me about. 
four months to be comfortable with it. And now I'm like, you know what? It is half the price of a Harvard University course with with four times the value. So I have no, you know, I feel so congruent about it, which is part of it. You got to get to the place where you feel congruent about the value of what you're giving. But for me, it also frees me up to give more. Mm-hmm. So I know if I charge a little bit more for that product or service, the value's there, but I'm also free to do cool things for my customers that maybe they weren't expecting because I have that little bit, of, little bit of play. So Makes that's a lot another, of sense. Yeah, another cool thing. So, so I'm going to move on just so we can get through everything here, if that's cool. Oh, yeah. And no, we are, we're rolling. We're rolling. That's how we're we do. rolling. We're rolling. I'm, I'm my East Coast, East Coast Pam is coming out, which is the, the faster talking East Coast Pam. So... At the end of the day, though, making the product doesn't need to be difficult. It's very, very simple. And again, as long as the value and the content is there and it's structured, you don't need some big fancy studio or camera. I, you know, I see you with your you know, fancy audio thing and headsets and all that. I mean, here's how I made my first product is I use Keynote, which is basically PowerPoint for the Macintosh. So whether it's Keynote or PowerPoint, basically what you're seeing right now are these slides. This is a product. Mm-hmm. So I take my little Keynote. And then there are two programs. One is for the Mac, one is for the PC. So ScreenFlow is the Apple Macintosh version. And we're using that and right now to actually record this. It's ScreenFlow perfect. and GoToMeeting. So there you go. Perfect. There you go. And then Camtasia is the PC version, although, although I think Camtasia also has a Mac version now. Um, I use ScreenFlow, so I like ScreenFlow. Literally, if you just get and then and then the last piece is a microphone just because, and I have my Yeti right here. Can you see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. There's the uh, Yeti. Not as fancy as yours. This thing's $100 on Amazon. And just having great audio makes a big difference. So I literally, I plug this into my computer. I start running my keynote. And then I just hit record on ScreenFlow. I talk just into the computer, into my microphone like I'm doing now. When I'm done, I press stop. And then literally you just export the file and you have your video. Right. And I just want to tell I just want to highlight this that trust me, my setup is not that much more fancy than yours, girl. It, it is it is literally a an iMac and just like a, a microphone that I've kind of upgraded that's a couple hundred dollars. This isn't anything that 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 fancy. Trust me. I look I look fancier than I am over here, but it is you not look fancy. fancy but I like it. I like it. It's take taking me back to my early studio days. There so. we go. It's old school yeah. style. But yeah, I mean the, the big point here though is this is a hang up for people that is unnecessary. It really is. I mean, this is yeah. this simplifies it. Look at these tools right here. This is really all you need. And you don't even have to be on camera. We are because, you know, the, through the magic of GoToMeeting, which is this is a great way to do products, by the way. But if you're uncomfortable being on camera, you don't even have to do it. It can literally just be your voice with the PowerPoint or this uh, keynote file. And, and customers get a lot of value because then they, they see the points. That's what I love about how you're doing this is it's helpful to kind of see the structure of, of what the presenter is talking about. So, great stuff. So great stuff. I want to leave with one final lesson, if I may. This is a big. I'm excited about this one. I'm going to rub my hands together in excitement. This is the one you kind of like everybody waits for, which this is about the offer, how to make sure what you're doing makes money. Because let's face it, it's you're here to create add value, but the measure of value is is the income that you're making, and so we all want to have that you know exponential income, and and that happens through the power of the offer. So before I go into it, there's something I need to say about offers, which is. Inevitably, when people come to me for the first time and they find out that you know my expertise is product creation, they always ask me these same questions. 
they ask me, they'll say, oh my gosh, what format should I do? Should it be a physical product? Should it be an online product? Like, should I use this program or this program? Then they say, what price should I sell it for? You know, I have no idea what price it should be. And then they get so caught up in the name. Like, well, what URL should I get? And GoDaddy doesn't have this URL available, but it's got this one. And what should I call it? And then they want to know what it will cost to get it done. Now, these are good questions. Once you get into the development, there are things you want to consider, and they're very simple to answer. But when you're starting out on product creation, if you're focused on this stuff, you're missing the boat. Because the questions you should be asking at the beginning of this whole endeavor are as follows. Number one is, what specifically are you selling? Who are you selling it to? And this is important because it's what's going to make your product go. What's most important with your offer is are you making the offer to the right target market of people? Right. I had that lesson in the, a launch I did a few months ago was, you know, we had our, I was the business partner of mine, Mike Koenigs, and I launched a product. And we had our joint list, and then he had a list, I had a list, and then we had a couple other lists, and then affiliate lists. The difference in performance of those lists was profound, mm -hmm. but it comes back to the ones that didn't perform as well. It just wasn't a match. It wasn't people who needed or were interested in creating products or services. It just wasn't, it just was a mismatch. Right. It was, it was the wrong who. Yeah. And you, I'm going to brag about you for a second. In your product launch, you could, I'll talk about why I think you converted, but you were telling me before we got on here, you converted 10% of your list to buy your product or service. That is unheard of. I mean, it's incredible. And I mean, usually, you know, it might be 3% or 2% if you're lucky. So why I think my hypothesis of why you did so well is number one is you had, it was perfect for your target market. Like it was a, an exact message to market match. And there's another reason I'll get to in a moment. Ooh, so I want to know. You know and, and thank you. Yeah. It was funny because when that 10%, I was asking some people, is that good? Is that good? And then people are like, yeah, that, you knocked that out of the park. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So, um, and, and knowing those metrics are huge because you want to keep improving upon those metrics. So kudos. And then the last question you want to know is what will get them to buy? And anybody who's worth their salt in marketing, business, personal development, professional development, any kind of training information program, they understand they need to know who their market is and what the offer is, what's going to get them to buy before they ever create their product or service. Oh, interesting. Because otherwise, yeah, and, and it's, otherwise you end up with this product or service and you're just like, oh, are they going to buy it? I don't know. Well, they're not. How come? Well, did you create the offer around solving a problem for your target market and then make that product? You know, because if you don't get to know your target market, you're just kind of like, well, I have this expertise. I'm going to create this product. It, it may may not hit. It may not be solving the right problem for your market. So you got to know your market and what their problem is. And then, then you figure out how you're going to solve that problem using your expertise, and then you create the product. Makes, Makes sense? sense. And it's just, yeah, and it's, it's amazing because I, it, when I was creating a first product, and I've heard this over and over again, those same questions. And you know this from all your years of experience with that. Those, those wrong questions come up all the time. I remember yeah. asking them. I remember hearing them from other people, and it just, it, it, it's, this, these are the ones to focus on. <laughs> yeah, and they're not the wrong questions. They're just the wrong questions to ask first. Right. Right. Yeah. So once you get this set, then you can start to figure out the format and the price and all that other stuff. So here is the four-step launch sequence. Kind of once you have your offer, here's how to lay it out to your audience. You okay. This is it. This is gonna be. This is our this juicy. Is uh, this is a juicy this is, nuggets here. This is the grand finale of the fireworks show. So here we go. Speak. 
<laughs> Number one is you've got to start, and you can do this in a four video sequence that you maybe send out to your list over a period of a couple weeks. You can do this in a webinars. I mean, you can mail out a few emails with added value content and then do a webinar to sell your product or service at the end. It doesn't have to be this big production thing, but what's important, David, is I think you've got to have, like, you can't just have people opt into your list and then just make them an offer for your product and they buy. Mm -hmm. You've got to take them through a story. You've got to take them through a sequence so they understand you. They get to know you a little bit to build some trust and rapport. They really understand what it is you're providing then you give them the opportunity to buy it. So the first thing you want to do when you're communicating your product or service to your customers, and this is the first communication, is present the opportunity. You are giving your target customers, your prospects, hope that their problem can be solved. Mm -hmm. You know, these are people who have a very specific, sometimes deep pain in whatever area this is. And so your first communication, whether it's a video, an ebook, or an email, or whatever it is, is got to give them that hope. Look, here's the opportunity today. Oh my gosh, you know, the, the, um, you know, how many billions of jobs are going away, but that what's growing is the entrepreneurs. I mean, the opportunity there, there, the, the ability to make money as a home-based entrepreneur is greater than it's ever been. So you're giving people hope that, that they can do this and they can get out of their pain and solve this problem that they want. And that's the outcome of that first communication. Yeah, it makes a lot Once, of sense. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so it's the opportunity. Once you've done that, then you've got to show them, here's how it works. And you've got to show that you have a step-by-step -step proven system. I don't know about you, but let's say, you know, I'm, I'm going to go, you know, to a doctor to lose weight or whatever. I get there and my doctor is 300 pounds overweight. I feel weird about that. Not like, so oh, good, my friend. You do not want the fat trainer. You do not want the fat trainer. You do not want the fat doctor not convinced they have the step-by-step -step proven system so but I want to know what they're gonna do with me like are you gonna have me eat you know grapefruit and cucumber for six weeks or like what am I gonna be doing delicious so, yeah, I, I do actually do like grapefruit and yeah. cucumber and I, I've done I've done a lot of weird cleanses over the years I'm not so great but uh, anyway you've got to break down here's how my system works here's what makes it different here's the step-by-step pieces of my prove it system. So people can see it. It's the old Frank Kern results in advance. They can understand here's how the system works. It's going to solve this problem. Got it. Got and it. The third, the third thing is all about proof. This gives people inspiration. If they see results other people got, then they think I can do it too. Mm -hmm. So you can provide proof in the form of testimonials, case studies, customer stories. And if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have any proof, one of the things you can do is just put a group of people through a beta version of your program so that you can get some stories and testimonials before you do your bigger launch, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And so, something I did and something I, I can share that I, Pam, for uh, Create Awesome Interviews, my product that I did because, you know, it was yeah. brand new and we didn't do, we didn't do that, what we should have done there maybe with beta testing, but was that I went to people that told me that they were inspired by the rise to top to create their own web show, right? right? And I said, listen, can you tell me some of the results that you got from your web show and some of the inspiration you got from me, you know, to use for a testimonial? Right. And they're like, oh, more than happy. There are videos and things like that. And, and those all worked out well. You know, when, what I said was simply in, in, on, the, on that page when we were talking about that stuff is like these are people that were inspired by the show and inspired by me to create it, you know, and this is yeah. the results, you know? And that's perfect. And sometimes it's your story. Sometimes it's like, oh, my gosh, if this guy David can do it, surely I right. can figure it out. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that guy's and an idiot. Yeah, that guy's an idiot. I, I'm smarter than him. 
Right. And then the last piece is obviously kidding, is then you have to present the offer. And this is where people fall down. It's crazy to me how many people don't actually present the offer, which is you got to ask them to buy. And it's one specific clear call to action. It's not, well, you can do this or this or this. And if you feel like it, maybe if you click on this link and, you know, um, look at my, my thing, if it makes sense for you. No, it's here's what I've had. You've seen that it works. You've talked, you know, heard from other people who've used this system. Here's the problem it solves for you. And here's my offer for, you know, it's $9.95 and you're going to get hmm. this and this and this and this. You're going to get this bonus. I'm going to hold your hand this way. You're going to get to ask me questions on the webinar or in forum or whatever. Here's what you're going to get. Hit the order button now. This offer goes away in 48 hours or whatever it is. Right. It's got to be a very specific, clear call to action one thing. And that's just direct response marketing. You know? Right. Right. So, yeah. So that's the four-step process. And then two principles about it and we'll, we're done. That's badass, that by the way. That process was killer. I, I think everyone needs Good. to memorize that, write it down, Good. tattoo Good. it on your face, whatever you need to do with it to, to, to remember it. Product launch simplified is, is what, what we could call it. So the principles that kind of make that work, people get so caught up in the size of their list. Oh my gosh, my list is only 500 people, or it's only 100 people, or it's only 10,000 people. It's always, they always tell me the size of their list with an only before it. And it just doesn't matter. It's about the level of relationship you have with your list. Mm -hmm. You have an incredible relationship with your list, David, because you got 10% of them to take action on a you know good price point program. Those are my peeps, the peeps. Those are your peeps, but it's because you've added value. They have relationship with you. They know, like, and trust you and therefore they're not just on your list for the heck of it they are people who you've engaged with and you've added value to their life that is way more valuable than a 10,000 person list where you might get you know one percent open much less any kind of community. sure sure so, no it makes a lot really, of sense and people skip that step and that's just not not gonna yeah. fly and so here's how you do it you've got to make sure you're adding you're making offers because that's and then, then that's the other thing that happens is people get so worried. Oh my gosh, I don't want to make too many offers to my list. Yikes! You know, then they're gonna, you know, think I'm bad or whatever. And they train their list not to buy because they never ask their list to buy anything. They never make an offer. So he who makes the most offers wins. Period. Hmm. But I would add to that: as long as you are adding value, ideally at a ratio of four to one to your list. So for every four communications you send out to your peeps. <laughs> Three of them should just be cool, total added, four of them should be two, total cool, added value. I just thought this would be interesting to you. I thought this might make a difference for you in this area. But then that next one needs to make an offer. It needs to be promoting something where they can take action and take the next step. So Yeah, it's great. You know, it's funny. I was I'm on uh, Ryan Lee, who's a great internet marketing yeah. coach, and I'm on Ryan's list and I'm buddies with Ryan. And he sent out a great email the other day. It said 90-10 rule. Okay. So I open it up. And it says, you know, I promised you, and this is close to four to one, it's a little bit more, but it's the same idea. Yeah. It's basically saying, you know, he's like, guys, you know, I promise, you know, that I always tell you 90% is going to be content, you know, and great stuff and, and ideas, yeah. and 10% is going to be products and cool stuff for you. He goes, you're in luck, today's the 10%. And then he goes in and, and says, I thought right. that was just so great how that was true. framed. People appreciate the transparency of that. And you know what? It's kind of your job. If you are going to add value to people, first of all, if you just give your stuff away all the time, they aren't going to value it. They're not going to use it and they're not going to get the results. It's, you know, that's Joe Polish. If people don't 
pay, they don't play. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, to add value to them and get them to engage, it's in their best interest as well. And you've really got to come at it from that perspective. I mean, it's, it's, it's about, you got to get out of your own way and focus on that customer. What do they want? What do they need? How can I support them? You know, what is it that, that makes me really, really deeply care about this person? And if you come from that place, then it's okay. Here's what I'm offering you. Yeah, no, it's great. I totally agree. Yeah. So that's it. That's that's what I got. Well, Pam, that was stupendous, fantastical. I'm trying to think of other words that I could describe it. I, I think that everyone's going to really, really get a lot of value from that, regardless of where they're at in the, in the game. Do you know what I mean? There's people that are going to be sitting there thinking, you know, I have that first product on the tip of my tongue. There's people that have had 18 products. Maybe they've worked out well. Maybe they haven't, but you can still learn from all this stuff. And I want to, you've been so awesome with your time, generous, putting this presentation together for us. Um, where can people go? Here's the website. You can see it right here. It's, it's pamhendrickson.com, and I'm going to link that up in the show notes as well so people can directly. Right, right. And there's a free training on there. Okay. To, to go and, and, and get a little deeper here. So. All right, cool. So if people want to get, they can get some free training on there. Um, they can find out all your information. They can stalk you. Yeah. They can do all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> Join my Facebook page, whatever they want. Ideally not stalk. No, all no, right, no okay. stalking, guys. No if stalking. You want to stalk, go to David. If you want some cool training um, and, and to get to know each other a little bit, then come to pamhendrickson.com. Perfect. I think I see a few outside my window right now. So, all right, well, Pam, thank you. This has been fantastic, and, and good luck with everything. Uh, you're a rock star. Likewise, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity and congratulations on everything you're doing. Uh, thanks. This was Pam Hendrickson on the Rise to Top. All that stuff is linked up below. I will see you next time. I'm David Seitman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. And one more quick reminder. If you want to get your go-to-meeting on and you want to try it free on the house, here's what you got to do. All you have to head over to is go2meeting.com. Click the Try It Free button. Enter the promo code RISE for 45 days on me.